But so let's start with a recap what happened last session. Let me consult the notes. I had some truly excellent pizza. You mm. did. And only a few of our listeners, I'm sure, only a few of them were offended by that. Very few, yes. And only one player. Only one player that actually said something about it. Just get the important bits, because I know there was a lot of info dumped on y'all. We started off in Big Ed's Pizza, the end of open mic night, and then Cass came in. She's the only oracle that's still living in Oak Ridge. And what did she talk to y'all about? Understandably, it's a bad town for him. Yeah, it's not good for the brain cells. What is the- okay, so what's the name of the council? Like, what do we call it? The count- just the council? If you want to have a nickname for it, go for it. I just figured there's like a council or like the city hall, but supernatural city hall. And then is that distinct from the town council itself? At this point, it's probably more or less the same thing. I mean, there could be the town council and the other town council. And everybody knows that the town council is completely useless. The other town council also completely useless, but has a slightly better grasp of what's actually going on. Yeah, probably something like that. There's Sounds the ones that are aware of all the mortal stuff, and the others that are aware of all the weird supernatural stuff. Yeah, I was gonna say, consulting notes, um, we all hung out in Big Ed's Pizza, Cass came in like you said, talked about the council being idiots, and I think Wynn said something about them being like sand eaters or sand bottom something along those lines, and that they didn't want to investigate the stranger and people disappearing, which Hess had a reaction to, and, you know, is like, well, I guess we're gonna go find people. Yeah, because this stranger shows up in town pretty quickly, gets buddy-buddy with everyone. Cass starts having really upsetting visions that, from what her benefactor is able to help her tell, are actually true possible futures for this reality, which includes the death and destruction of everything. So that's fun, but no one is taking her seriously, and the one person who believed her went missing three days ago, which makes four people who have gone missing since the stranger showed up. With No one in the faction leader council seems to be interested in investigating this very suspicious set of circumstances. Yeah, and then Hess took a good ten minutes in character to explain the multiverse. <laughs> yeah. Then we went out to Junk Drawer after that, and used a big cage that belonged to Hawk to scry out Hawk. And we've got a we've got a spectral dowsing rod that's pointing us in the right direction, which is good news. Yeah, while you were doing that, Cass had gone back to the theater to talk to her benefactor. With Cole. Yeah, Cole took her there and then left soon afterwards, because she's got this, she's safe, the edge will be here soon, he just kind of wanted to go home. He's tired after a performance. Poor little guy's tuckered out. Yeah, and she had a conversation with her benefactor, who's from a world who faced something kind of similar to this. Not exactly the same, of course. Last time he presented it as an object, not as a person. 
but you weren't really able to get most of that information because as you were leaving to go and follow where this dowsing rod was okay actually no, i think you were going to pick up Cass. yeah mm-hmm. yeah when millie got a text from one of her people explaining he found Cass dead it looked like she'd been strangled and we all have alibis bad news yeah certainly right. not great we'll have to call on Laron Laron the uh the, the rabbit who is occasionally a seven foot tall rabbit person to testify be like yeah no I saw him there it's not cool I also feel like there's security cameras at your shop area yeah so M- Millie how do you respond to this information you are currently the only one in the car who knows well Millie, being a vampire, does have a move called cold-blooded, which is when you keep your cool by flouting mortal social conventions and expectations. So kind of leaning into that. Okay. Kind of leaning into that, I think she's just like, oh, so Cass is dead at the theater. I'm sorry, come again? It seems Cass has been murdered in my theater. That's not ideal. No, no, I would say that that's rather not ideal. Cass. Yes. No, as you're explaining this, you're getting more text. It's from Liam's husband. So you're getting the text from Daniel. He was going to help Lewis clean up, and he saw Cole leaving and knew Cass was probably in the back room, so... He went to go stand nearby in case she needed anything, heard a bit of a conversation, suddenly there was this loud thud. And he went in, there's only one door into the room. Cole left like a few minutes before. And it looked like someone or something had strangled, cast or slurpee spilled everywhere, no signs of footprints, fingerprints, anything. She's just dead and he wasn't, he, it was too late, he couldn't do anything to revive her. So I'm, I'm relaying this to the group. And then there's also that Liam has already called the police. Liam has already called the police. Hmm. Yeah. There's some officers who are also wolves, so he called trustworthy individuals. Delightful. Well, so the police are on their way. The police or the, like, the regular ones or, or our nominally our people it's your people they're people in the know members of the community Liam lives with me he knows what's up okay he knows who to call Ghostbusters theme song (laughs) good to know I'm not the only one that thought that instantly alright so then the question is do we want to try and hurry to get there and see if we can discover anything before the police arrive or do we want to distance ourselves from this uh, are you sure yes I will say you know while that spell is still holding strong it might not hold forever yeah Hez is like she's kind of thrown for a loop cause she quasi grew up with Cass and has like known her for a while so she's just like processing but she was like, I think her logical scientist brain would click on and be like, I, 
unless any of you know how to talk to the dead, um, God, she's dead. I can't believe she's dead. She's dead. Um, if you can't talk to the dead, then there's not really much we can do unless you know a forensics team and magic, um, well, powerful casting is limited in time and energy. I've got nothing for this, honestly. Well, it is your final call. It is, it's your establishment. If you feel like it would be better for you to be there, and if you would like to have our support, that's something we could do. But on the other hand, we are a little bit on the clock, and the police, if nothing else, do have a tendency to slow things down. Hess, I am so sorry for your loss. I know she was very dear to you. However, that situation will remain as it is. And maybe, if we hurry, we can only lose one good friend tonight. Right. Yes, there's no... I can't... I can't contact the dead, or... I work in a lab, but I'm not forensics trained, so there's not much I can do. Focus on the task at hand. Remember that we are after people who are very important to us and that we can take care of that first. After that, we can discuss perhaps finding some options to investigate, but we have people who are missing. And Millie, if you um, are confident in your people being able to keep that... My people are all highly competent. I'm happy to go with you to try and stop anything further bad from happening tonight. Okay. In that case, to the woods? To the woods. All right, then. Into the woods. The way is clear. The light is good. So you continue on following this magical quasi-real dowsing rod that directs you. You end up going out of town having to drive it. I feel like there's a role that could be done, but I don't know what that role would be. <laughs> As you're trying to find where this is leading. Yeah, while you're kind of thinking about that, would it be... It's a bad idea to text and drive. So, while at a light, I think Winward pulls out their phone and drops Kyle a quick text. Where are you? Best to stay away from the theater. Call me. Yeah, I think once Hess finally kind of comes back to herself a little bit, she also pulls out her phone, shooting a text to Kyle, but it's very different, like, Hey, you okay? Cast dead. Where are you? Are you safe? Question mark. And then sends it off because she wants to make sure her bestie is okay. I think I will. Winward would not have actually texted. Winward would have deferred that to to Hess. Maybe even asked. Yeah, probably. Yeah. As we were going, just like car is, is dead silent for like several blocks. And then even just like as we're hitting the edge of town when we're just like glances up in the the rear view mirror I su- are you sitting in the the back or are you in the front seat yeah Hess is like scrunched in the back <laughs> glasses you see kind of flick up towards the towards the rear view mirror and says Hess if it's not splitting your attention too much would you do me a favor and get a hold of Kyle make sure that he's right okay thank you uh-huh then she'll send the, are you safe? You okay? Cass is dead? What the fuck? <laughs> send. Likewise, I think Millie is texting Cole. 
it's going to say something along the lines of Cass is dead in my theater get you an alibi apparently you're the last one who saw her don't worry we don't think it's you X's and O's and then just that's the end of the message I will say someone was outside of the standing outside of the room when they heard the body drop and that was after Cole left yeah he had been gone about like 10 or 15 minutes around that point and that's when you learn that the answer to the riddle is that it was a noose made out of slushy. And then it melted. <laughs> the perfect crime. Now then, then the area would be stained. There is no evidence left behind. I feel like Kyle's response is going to be like, Yeah, I noticed I'm back in my place. It should be fine. So Haskins, that kind of calms a little bit. Kate... Specky, you know where it is. Let yourself in if you need a place to hide. Don't go into the study. Thumbs up emoji. Thanks. Kyle's safe there at their home. So Good, good. I also feel like Cole's response is Well shit. I'll talk to my moms. Cause they Start got pulled. <laughs> they got pulled. They they're connected. They're as neutral as can be, but they've got- they're connected. This is good. So you keep following the dowsing guard until you get to a point where it's pointing straight into the woods and you can't exactly get your car there, but there's, like, a place where you could park on the side of the road. Or, like, there might be, like, a little parking lot nearby where you can safely park your car. Seems like a great location. I don't think we've got any particular gear, right? Uh, just whatever you would have on you. Modern day, you have cell phones, so you have flashlights. <laughs> so there's that. Woo! And you are rather magical beings, so. Well, I'm also assuming the rod is gonna give a glow. Yeah, it, it gives off a little glow, so it's not a great big, oh, hey, we're here, come eat us beacon, because those are not a good thing. It's just enough and to where you can see it and you can tell where it's pointing. Alrighty. Well, time to follow a dowsing rod into the woods. Delightful. At night. So glad I didn't wear that skirt today. So are we being sneaky or... Hess just kind of makes a motion like she's stretching, but she's subtly feeling along her back for where she keeps her holster to make sure her gun's still there and then nods and is like okay, let's go find Hawk. Our wizard has a gun, y'all. It was either I had a choice between two guns or a sword. (laughs) Guns are easier to hide. (laughs) That is very true. I had a choice between two guns or a Walter PPK, obviously. I took the Walter. I have no weapons. Fabulous. (laughs) You are a weapon, hun. No, actually, uh, very much this this negative one I have in blood says that I'm not. I can tank with my next advancement, maybe, but <laughs> I am not. So we, we need to give you room to fail with vampires. <laughs> Got it. Hey, it's almost like there's a vampire in this recording. <laughs> and she is a weapon. She is. So roll to keep your cool as you are following 
the dowsing rod through the woods at night in a very magical city. And this is all of us? Yes. Okay, cool is plus what again? Spirit. Is that mine? Uh, spirit. Roll with spirit, unless you have a move that allows you to roll with something else. Also, I'm assuming you're trying to be sneaky about this. I got an eight. <laughs> Seven? So I think that's a mixed success, right? Uh, it's two mixed yes. successes and then my failure. Which, in terms of, of experience, because like, so I've got mark a circle when you make a circle move, make a city move, accept tending your business, trigger an intimacy, cash in or honor a debt, lend a hand or get in the way, adjust a circle rating at the end of the session, or make a move that tells you to mark a circle. I'm not seeing anything that's on a failure mark. Oh, is that not a thing anymore? Or, do, or does it just make your life more difficult? I think it just makes your life more difficult in this one. I know there is a lot of Powered by the Apocalypse where you advance on failure, but there's also ones where you don't. Yeah. Looks like you don't, unless... So you are trying to sneak around through the woods, trying to follow this magical dowsing rod. You're not being particularly quiet. And... I am going to say for Windward, you hear something off to your, off to your right. You see something, and just, it gets your attention. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say you get a little distracted by it, and you start veering away from the group. I hate it. Okay. <laughs> Do we notice? Roll plus mine. See if you notice that Windward is being lured away by something. Can we both roll that? Yeah. That's a whopping four. So Hess is very focused on the task at hand and not noticing this at all. Mine is a ten. Alright, Hess, you don't notice. Millie, you notice almost immediately that Winward is pivoted away and is walking away from the group almost like something is luring her away. Because there are things in this woods. I think that I'd would call out, first of all, kind of quietly. Hey, Wendy, where are you going? So Hess can hear that and stops and looks behind her. I swore I saw some... There's something out moving in this direction. But remember the task at hand. Yes, yes. Yes, of course. Uh, Best to keep a weather eye out, I suppose. And is there like a move for... To study a place of power. Okay, so I'm not seeing just like a general read a situation. You are able to kind of snap your way and shake away, and you realize there's something that noticed you and it got your attention. It was trying to single you out and lure you away. Hmm. Okay. Best to keep a weather eye, and just shakes their head and uh, gets kind of back in. He does his best to position himself between Millie and Hess. Millie is going to bring up the rear just because she is the most scary here, and that seems correct. Gotcha. Just congelating through the woods. (laughs) The best part is she's so small. So, in other words, I make a shield for you guys, 
And then worse comes worse, I duck down, and the huge rabbit with ba- or the rabbit with the big pointy teeth is just gonna leap out, and you know. <laughs> no, no, Laron's still back at the shop taking care of Kaiju. Those two are having a night. Yeah, but Monty Python reference. <laughs> yes, yes, obviously. But the cute girl with the big pointy teeth can leap out. At this point, Laron and Kaiju have gone down to Belton Hill Lake because it's. The water's just so smooth there, and it's the best place to go fishing. Especially late at night when no one else is out there. I dig it. Because it actually is. Like, people come from all over to row on that, like, because the water's so smooth. It's really cool. Yeah, I will say, as you continue forward, Winron, you get the feeling that whatever caught your attention is now following. Okay. It doesn't seem to be approaching, but you get the sense it's following you. Yeah. Windward would, without saying anything and like without really stopping, kind of turn back and give give Millie a meaningful look and then, just because you can't actually see Windward's eyes uh, they like, kind of move their head around as if they're looking around but just to, you know wordlessly communicating we need to be careful we're not alone here and I believe the two of you have worked together occasionally in the past, right? oh for sure a mutual two debts worth. Yes. Yeah, so, Millie, you, you understand what Winward is communicating. Yeah, Millie's response is to pull out her Walther and thumb the safety meaningfully. Yeah, I think even if Hess can't hear this exchange, she's also reaching out and pulling out her snub-nosed revolver just to, like, keep it in her hand on the safe side. Very well. I just love the idea of a tiny vampire holding a gun trying to smile reassuringly. And you can see the fangs. You don't have the Nosferatu clan bane, so you're good! <laughs> it works! <laughs> Yay! And then I guess, for the most part, we're just following and listening. Yeah, Hess is in front, just, you know, do-do-do-do-do. I mean, this is, I would, I could argue that these woods are a place of power, Millie, if you would like to roll to investigate the place of power, or however that is framed. What is that plus? Study a place of power. What is the uh, circle for it? I'm going to say it's most likely going to be wild. Okay. Odd creatures congregate around here, things that may once have been one thing, but are now something a little different. Like, the jackalope population here is nuts. But they aren't all horned rabbits. Got a nine. On a hit, you see below the surface to learn reality underneath. The MC will be reveal an area, NPC, or item located within that is not what it seems. So, you know, there's a lot of latent and wild magic in these woods. Creatures that have been altered magically or through other means, because Oak Ridge has always been a weird town, so seeing a horned squirrel is not as weird as it would be in other places, or a rabbit that just has a lizard tongue or something. It just happens. They usually stick to the woods, usually don't bother people very much. You get the sense that there are a couple following you. Some are curious, one seems a little more intent on windward. But you're also, as you're continuing on, you sense there's almost like an open space where a lot of the magical creatures have kind of like pulled back from. 
And this is as how you can tell from the spell you're getting very close to your destination. Okay. Do I notice, like, a change in the magic? Because I'm assuming the woods has its own magical, like, aura signature thing. As we're getting closer, is that changing? Like, I know I wouldn't be able to sense the animals because Millie's focused on that, but I'm focused on the rod and going in the direction. So I'm assuming I'd be able to maybe feel the magic currents, quote-unquote. Just give me a roll plus wild to see how in tune you are with basically wild magic. Okay, not a terrible roll. Nine minus one, eight. I'll say you maybe don't notice the creature, but you do notice something about the magic starting to feel a little different as you're getting closer. It's like there's less of it, so maybe less of the things where some of the magic is coming from are there. And also starting to feel like there might be something else ahead. It's kind of like pushing or sending that back a bit. Yeah, she's gonna kind of frown a little and turn off her own safety. Flick it, you know, to where it's the firearm's not ready to be shot if anything comes at us. And Wayward, are you doing anything? Your friends are starting to seem rather nervous. Yeah. It's not great. I am looking for anything that I could do, and it's really just... <laughs> I think Windward has a feeling that is, is unusual for them, which is, oh, I'm, I'm out of my depth here. This is not... I think they wish they had a weapon for the first time in quite some time, and it's, it's uncomfortable. I think that like they... they pull the tunic that they're wearing a little bit like kind of closer around them to try and keep warm and otherwise is staying out of the way and considering doing something that may be a bad idea but would resolve the situation a bit more quickly we know that we're close right yeah Hess would be like we're getting closer obviously I don't the magic's changing Mm -hmm. she kind of looks sees that Millie has a gun she has her gun. Wynn doesn't have anything. She'll flip the safety back on and then pass it butt over to Wynn. I got... I can... And she kind of makes like a fireball motion. Oh, a useful skill to have. Thank you. And Winward takes the gun and looks very practiced with, with it. Knocks the magazine out, counts... It does a quick count of the rounds. Uh, it, it fits in her hands in a way that I don't think is what you would necessarily expect. So having just rolled a wild, I can cross, I can mark that in my circle advancement, yes? Yeah. Okay, just making sure I understood that right and I'm not cheating at the game. Once you've made a circle move, a city move, like basically once you've done a thing to interact with all four of the circles, that's when you get an advancement. So like, I rolled the circle move uh, person on Roz, so I have Mortalis marked. And then if it's like, if if you were to make a roll and I were to lend a hand to support, I would get to mark Knight. If you did the same for me, you would get to mark Wild. Um, Gotcha. Which is why it's a good idea to have a balanced party (laughs) circle-wise. Yeah. Noted. And if you accidentally mark something wrong because I told you that's how to do it because I forgot how to do it, that is fine. That is my fault. It's okay. All right. 
As Windward is examining the gun, they look up to Hess and say, You said that the nature of the magic in the area is changing. How so? How do you mean? So you said it's basically like thinning out, right? It's becoming less potent? Just kind of like ripples in a pond, like some, like there's something else that's kind of like spreading out and pushing it back. It doesn't quite feel right. It feels a little out of place. So there's the magic, but it's being pushed. Almost like if you've thrown a stone into a pond and the ripples, but the ripples are forcing all the water away from the center of where the stone was thrown. Hmm. She's never encountered anything like this, I assume, in her realm hopping. I don't think so. Uh, you've, you've encountered magic that felt weird? This just feels kind of wrong. Yeah, it's not... There's different types of magic, obviously, and they all feel different, but this doesn't feel... It's almost not magic. Well, magic that's wrong. Like, it, it's wrong magic. I can't put it other than... Like, nails on a chalkboard, but put into magic. Well, that's... Something none of y'all have ever quite encountered. Well, it doesn't sound pleasant. No, no, not at all. We've already attracted some unwanted attention. Perhaps we'd best hurry. You're within sight of the cabin. You can st- see it through the trees. It's just... It's this little cabin. You could probably fit a couple people in there pretty comfortably. A nice little hideaway spot. I will say, Winward, since you knew Hawk pretty well, he he's mentioned that he does have some little spots where he goes to get away from everything, which can also be read as hide until the heat dies down. Mm-hmm. So this does kind of strike you as a place that Hawk would hide out. So, Hess, when you were scrying Hawk earlier this evening, you said that you had sensed that he was bound. Bound, hurts, and in a dark place, am I remembering correctly? Not necessarily injured. Not injured, But okay. he was, like, in a dark, in a dark place. Some bindings, yeah. About, okay, maybe not, it's hard to tell physical and mental harm with these kind of things, but mm-hmm. very much bound, unable to escape, and somewhere dark. Okay. A place like this, if it's somewhere that Hawk had been using to hide out, one would suspect that there might be some alternative means of ingress and egress. So perhaps what would be best, Millie, if we could get you to sneak around the back, find another way in if possible. And meanwhile, I am, uh, she's tucking the gun into the folds of her tunic and says, I'm a friend of Hawk's. It's uh, not necessarily inappropriate for me to be making a social call. At 10 o'clock at night, in this fuck-out cabin in the middle of the woods. Uh, actually, probably not too odd from Windward. What for Hawk? I was gonna say, given what Wind and Hawk do, I don't think this is an uncommon occurrence. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty cause what it is. It's... Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like when we're uh, when we pulls uh, pulls the tunic apart a little bit further in the top. Amazing. Hess just blushes and looks the other direction. All right, I'm happy to investigate and give a little look around the mm-hmm. area. I will ask that the two of you stay close together, just to avoid separating ourselves any more than necessary. Also, stay within yelling distance. 
Absolutely. If you hear gunshots, please do yes. start. Please do come running. Winward looks at the cabin and then looks over at Hess. Sort of sighs and is like, well, that plan's not going to work. Tucks the tunic back up together. <laughs> it looks very grateful. Because <laughs> she did not want to be a liaison to all this and just standing outside the door. <laughs> all right, so I think Millie peels off to kind of make her way around the cabin and see if there's anything to see or be worried about. Well, let's study a place of power for Millie. Okay. Also, I will say, as you all approach, you are getting that residual feeling that there's something... It may not currently be here, but there's something here that isn't right. You can't put your finger on it. It's just something that doesn't fit. But it feels old. Nine. That's very good. As you're going around, Millie, so there's a back door that you figure is probably barred, but you do catch the sight of, it's decently covered up, but you're able to catch what looks like the door to a cellar. Oh, good. Or an underground shelter, because Eggridge does actually have those around, because... That was where they enriched the uranium for the atomic bomb during World War II, so they kind of needed places to hide if retaliation happened. Fallout shelters, I love it. Be sure to pick up your Pip-Boy. Lifelong Midwestern, my first thought was like, oh yeah, obviously it's got like a tornado shelter. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong part of the world. No, no. Far too many mountains and hills for that to be a real concern. People dropping bombs from the sky. That was a concern for a while delightful so you have a potential way in needs to be uncovered but worth examining meanwhile we hand back around to the building to windward and hess as you approach the front door or i assume that's what you're doing yeah yeah i think good i'm sorry go ahead there's an echo in the call (laughs) windward had pulled a pocket watch out and was basically counted off a full two minutes. I imagine for Hess it feels like considerably longer. I know it would for me. While this is going on, is the divining rod still a thing or has it kind of like fizzled out at this point? It's starting to fade but it is pointing firmly at the cabin. It might be pointed a bit down too but it's pointing straight ahead at the cabin. Okay. I think she's just kind of looking at it and you just see her looking really thoughtful for a few minutes and there's like a flash of anger across her face before she quickly schools it back into we're it's business right now we gotta focus on the business yeah so two minutes hits when word snaps the pocket watch closed and says all right well be ready for that fireball that you promised and away we go and confidently just like this is a normal thing to be walking through the forest in heels just head straight up to the front door is I think intentionally kind of loud on the front steps so there's just like clomp 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 two steps across the porch and and then knocks Mm -hmm. firm strong knocks I'll say Millie as you're clearing off the I'm assuming you're clearing off the the cellar entrance yeah 
Yes, as you do that, you can hear when words shoes go up and you hear her knocking on the door. Do I hear any sort of noise from inside? I don't think you do. It might get a bit of an uneasy feeling, but I don't think you hear anything. And when we're at first, you don't hear the sound of anyone moving around either. You and Hess both get an uneasy feeling that there now is another thing watching you. And it doesn't feel good that it's watching you. Okay. I think Hess, just out of habit of being like the mom friend, just kind of shifts in between Windward and the door. And it goes to try the handle. The door's unlocked. Okay. Feeling that it's unlocked, she's using her right hand to open the door because she's right-handed. Her left hand just starts glowing slightly and, like, the orange-yellow, like, the very tips, like, blue of fire just, like, slowly starting to glow as she's gathering that elemental energy. She carefully pushes the door open and kind of uses her shoulder to push wind behind her. Manward, are you letting yourself be pushed? I have moved out of the way and pivoted, so I'm looking back into the woods. Did I see the thing that had been following us earlier? I am looking for the thing that, that has been following us for some time. I'll say, you do catch a glimpse of... It's some kind of animal spirit, you think. It looks like a little bear. It's just... It's it's like it's waiting to see what's gonna happen. There's just this tiny little bear with weird glowing green eyes. Definitely not the weirdest thing you've seen in the woods. <laughs> Can I really put a name to a face on this bear? Go for it. I understand this reference. Yeah, that's why I'm rolling. That is a 10. That's a wild, right? Yes, this is the bear. That is 11. <laughs> Aww. That's 11 on this cute little guy. Know their reputation. You know their reputation? On Templus, you've dealt with them before, learned something interesting and useful about them, or they owe you a debt. Do you want them to owe you a debt, or do you want to know something useful about them? Checking what I can do with debts. I want to... Debts. Grant you a worthy boon or useful gift. I don't think that's immediately valuable. I want to know something interesting and useful about them. I imagine you've had to go out to gather interesting ingredients sometimes to restock parts of your shop. Also, there's just some interesting magic stuff that grows outside. Also, interesting, completely mundane things that grow outside. And so, in your times doing that, you occasionally run into almost like guardian spirits because there's some magic here that's old. It's been around for a while and so for the most part it keeps to itself. But you do know there are older beings that sort of protect different things in the woods. You know this bear is connected to one of them. You get the feeling if it didn't like you being there it would have done something by now. It feels more like it's making sure nothing happens, just keeping an eye to see if anything happens. Okay. And the magic disruption, the off magic, the spoilage from the place that we're in, 
that is different than what these woods would normally feel like, what a spirit like this would normally feel like. Yeah, that. so there's the magic that just feels old, mm-hmm. but that magic fits. It belongs here. What you're feeling, and you can tell whatever left this feeling isn't here anymore, because it feels like old, like, leftover remnants, but it just it doesn't fit. Gotcha. It's like something that doesn't belong, that made its way here, but it is not currently here. Okay. So an echo. Yes. Yeah, it's like a magical echo left behind. So Windward is actually going to bow a little bit to the bear spirit and pull out the gun and then, confident that nothing dangerous is necessarily coming from that direction, turn back to the cabin. The bear does nod its head, and I don't think Hess sees it. No, Hess is focused on, like, doing the very slow opening breach and, like, using her glowing hand to kind of, like, cast a light in so she can see what's in there, but not, like, fully stepping over the threshold yet. It's completely empty. You don't see anything, but it doesn't feel entirely like you're alone, but you can't put your finger on what or where something could be. I'm going to intentionally attract attention, so if I could roll a mislead distractor trick, I think Windward's just gonna, like, deadass walk into the place, call out. Just call out for Hawk. Hey, Hawk, how you doing? Hawk, honey, it's been ages. I haven't been able to get in touch. Are you... Are you home, Hawk? Hello? And, uh, Millie, this is loud enough for you to hear. Hopefully, it is distracting. I think you just see Hess's jaw drop, like, she's, like, uh. And Millie, by now you've been able to uncover and open the cellar door when you hear this. I think at this point Millie's like, oh, well, if we're being loud, I found a cellar. (laughs) Give me the roll. (laughs) Oh, shit. Roll with mind. Can I assist with that since we're now both being loud? You see Hess take her left hand because that's what she normally uses to face palm, and then just freezes like right from her center at the heat and she's like... Ooh, that would bad. If we could, it, instead just to just to roll this back the littlest bit. I know you're power gaming here. <laughs> uh, well, fuck it. You know what? Yeah, if you want to just... I guess... Hmm, I would love the help I rolled a six total, and if I can get a plus one on that, then I, I'm not going to fail. But I think it would be better for that. Because I'm. what I want to do is to create an opportunity, and that opportunity is for you to get into the cellar while whatever is in the cabin is focused on us. So that's, that's my intention for the roll. I'm basically just trying to draw fire so that Millie can get into the basement. I think then probably what would work better is Hess just looking at Winwood, don't, don't shout! And is like getting louder in her, like, don't do that! Oh, so then... Hawk's an old friend, dear. And like... Roll to lend a hand. Okay, that's just what is straight 2d6. After PC is rolled, roll with their circle. Yeah, so I am wild. Literally. Okay. Three. Well, it's. I have a minus one in wild. Well, shit's about to get loud, isn't it? (laughs) 
Uh, what would be more funny if something bad happens to you or if this totally doesn't work? As Hess is, is trying to, to shush, just... Winward is going to attempt to keep it rolling and be like, Oh, no, don't worry about it. Hawk's an old friend. He ought to be expecting. God knows that I've tried to get in touch with him. If sure he's left his door unlocked for some uh, perfectly logical reason. He's using the facilities, something of that nature. It's perfectly fine. We're perfectly fine. Hawk, dear. Meanwhile, Millie, what are you doing? The camera pans back to you and sees who <laughs> attempts to distract. Well, one of them attempts to distract. The other one is just baffled. I think Millie has opened the cellar, peered down in as best as she could, maybe, like, shown her light in there to see if there's anything waiting to, like, pop out at her. And as long as she doesn't see anything charging towards her, she's probably just going into the cellar. You don't see anything. Great. In we go. So you head down this mostly empty cellar. You assume that it would be full of maybe rations or so forth, but it appears that Hawk occasionally might have to, like, sell them off because deals go bad, or he just has them somewhere else. But it appears to be mostly empty. There's a short ladder to go down, which I won't make you roll for that. You're able to get down it no problem because... Falling down letters is only funny once. Also, Millie has good shoes, so it's fine. I was gonna say, as long as it's not Hess. As long as we aren't wearing wet converse. <laughs> yeah. Fine. No, Millie's got cute little, like, Victorian riding boots. Nice. Classy. You're able to get down, look around this mostly empty cellar, and you can see another staircase that you'd assume leads up into the house. Okay. And nothing on the floor, nothing that's, you know, obviously a person. (laughs) Or anything big enough to hold a person in it, perhaps. I'll just say roll plus mind. There's not a specific move that quite fits this. Okay. Because you'd also be looking for something that was not left there by Hawk. Gotcha. So... Wouldn't exactly fit with investigating his quote-unquote place of power. Another nine. Please come bless my dice. But failure's fun. Failure is fun. I am a little sad, but that's fine. It is fun. You do notice something. There's like a long, odd-looking shape kind of laying against the wall. But before you can go to investigate I think you hear something happening upstairs as for Hess and Winward, as you are attempting to be distracting and or to get Winward to be quiet, you see out of the corner of your eye these two shadowy figures, they don't look entirely there, step out and come rushing towards you. Tempest Multi is a production of Pseudonym Social, changing reality one story at a time. It is an actual play podcast using Urban Shadows 2E Quick Start Guide, and it's set once again in the town of Oak Ridge, Tennessee. I am your keeper and producer. My name is Zad Kiel, or just Zad. In this game, I am going to be playing Windward Pudge, and they are using the Imp Playbook. 
Hi there, I'm Maria Perry. I'm playing Millie Elza, your local vampy vampire. Sup, y'all? I'm Fennec Foxfire. I will be playing Hess, playing from the Book of the Wizard. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.com. Are you enjoying the show you're currently listening to? Is that weird for anybody else? (laughs) Only if you make it weird. (laughs) Check out Good Better Quest, a D&D real play podcast on the Final Plank Network. Our group is working their way through earning their bachelors in Dungeoneering and all of the hazards that accompany it. If you are looking for laughs, tears, and friendship, Good Better Quest is here for you. You would waste your life when there are plenty of other options. Why would you do this? I hold up my hand to Ma. Helping your friends is never a waste. Search Good Better Quest on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And check out Final Plank's other shows at Final Plank on social media. But remember, it's better than good. It's It's Good good, Better better quest. Quest.